Alright, alright, back at it again with another one. It's time for English and Coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's get into it. Alright, so how's everybody doing out there? I realize everybody's listening on different platforms. I just finally figured out how to check my little analytics. So I see a couple of you are on Spotify, a couple of you are on Apple Podcasts. Some of you are listening to something where it just says other, so I appreciate everybody that's listening. Um, let me go ahead and catch you up to speed on how my week's been. Let's see. Crazy as usual at work. Paperwork. Bringing in new clients. Trying to help people get jobs as usual. Um, there's a big uh, hiring event going on at Lowe's, so I'll be taking a few people over there. Try to help them get some jobs. i got a couple people that have been wanting to work but there just haven't been any opportunities for them because they live in a rural area if you don't know what rural is it's one of those areas where there's really not a lot of businesses really not a lot of money being made so everybody's just kind of scattered out and if you live in one of those areas it's really hard for you to get a job unless you have a vehicle or some type of transport there's no bus systems so everybody has to walk everywhere so it could be pretty difficult so been getting some people set up with the upcoming interview um, let's see, next week, what do I have going on? Finally be going back to the dentist. Uh, I've been putting it off long enough, so I'm going over there. I think he's going to do a root canal and then give me a post for one of my teeth. Um, I hope none of you ever have to go through that, but it's part of the process. You want to get your smile back, got to do what you got to do. I've got that coming up. Um... Mm, other than that, uh, well, I went fishing, of course. You know, every weekend I go fishing. I caught one striped bass. So last weekend, you remember, I caught a bass. It was a largemouth bass. It was a freshwater bass. But this this weekend, I caught a um, saltwater bass. So it's a striped bass. It's like a, a bigger form, and they swim in the the oceans and you know eat all the fish or whatever. I mean, you can you can check it out. Maybe I'll talk about the different types of fish I catch. If you guys are interested in that, just let me know. Um, but today's topic, we're going to talk about culture in language and why it's important to understand the culture of the language you're learning. I would say not just before you start learning the language, but as you're going through the language and growing within, you need to understand the culture because the culture plays a big part in the outcome and your overall experience. So let's get into that. So we can't really talk about culture without first identifying what culture is. So when you talk about someone's culture, you're talking about their beliefs, their educational background, their family background, their heritage, their whole belief system, everything that makes them a person, their personality, their skin color, their religious preferences, their political preferences, their experience with life. All those things must be considered when you talk about culture. Now, why is that important to understand when you're learning a language? It's important to understand because sometimes you will encounter certain situations or topics where in your culture, it might not be okay to talk about it openly. But in other cultures, like the one you may be learning, the language you're studying that has the culture associated with it, it might be um, something they openly talk about. Um, so, I mean, you can have it where it's taboo on the left hand, open on the right hand. Um, another thing that's important is to understand how people think. 
the ideology, just the system of beliefs within the nation. Um, like American people, I mean, a lot of people would say uh, we're very open, we're very, you know, talky-talky, we talk about you, talk about your mom, and we don't care. Uh, we're free-spirited. Um, those are some of the stereotypes about American culture. But that's not always the case. Now, for the general public, what you see in TV, maybe so. But when you get to know individuals individually, um, you, you tend to separate them from the group, you know, the, um, the majority. And that's what I found um, in my learning, because as you know, I'm learning Russian. So there's a lot of things that they do in their culture that we don't necessarily do here. And if I want to get closer to the language, closer to the people, and be more understanding so I can increase my knowledge and relationship with the Russian language and Russian culture, I have to be open to um, some of these ideologies, some of these ideas, some of these beliefs. Now, I don't have to accept them, but I have to be open to them. I can't reject uh, a culture just because it goes against uh, things that I, I may believe in or I may share or hold dear to my heart you know what I mean what I'm trying to say so it's just like this basically let me put it in context for you so let's just say you are a Christian man right and let's just say you meet a um, a Buddhist girl right um, now obviously the biggest factors right there are going to be the religious differences where do you go to church Do you go to a Christian church or do you go to a Buddhist church well by that time you have a relationship with the girl so you kind of tend to sway back and forth. You would go to the Buddhist church this Sunday, you go to the Christian church next Sunday, you have that understanding, but that's just inside your intimate relationship. But if you step back, you may have outsiders looking in that want to put their own opinions on it and everything like that. So those are some of the things that you kind of have to expect when you're crossing those cultural barriers, those cultural uh, borders. Um, with every step of the language. Um, what else? Uh, so in Russian, I'll just use my example. Uh, recently I was listening to a song uh, from a guy called uh, Lizard. Um, he was doing a song with another artist named uh, Flesh. Um, Flesh is one of those wild um, type radical rappers, you know, I'm not going to say he's a revolutionary rapper, but he raps about some interesting topics. So he used some choice words in one of these songs that I was liking. Now, I loved the beat of the song. The beat was just boom, 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 you know, turn it up, blast it. But there were some words that he was saying. He was saying that goes against my beliefs and how I feel about certain things. So I was kind of torn because I liked the song. I'm learning the song. But he was using some words that, now that I have a better understanding of the language, that I just really didn't agree with. So, And I was like, okay. So I did some research on it. I looked it up. But the thing is, the words he was using, the way he was using them, that's part of the culture. You see, that's part of the Russian culture. Now, uh, I'm not going to go into it, you know, in too depth into it. But uh, if you look at some of the um, main words or differences between American language and Russian language, you will see probably the main word that I'm talking about. Now, each culture has its own differences. Um, some words that may be offensive in one language are just common conversation in the other. So that's kind of what I encountered with my experience and this uh, song I was listening to. But 
you'll probably encounter things such as that um, in your experience. But the thing is, I wasn't just going to throw away the language. I mean, I've been studying this thing here for like three years and some change going on four years. It might even be four years now. I don't even know. But you can't just let one bad experience with the culture ruin your whole experience or even one bad experience with a person, a situation, an event. You can't just place that on everybody and just say, oh, well, this is how the whole nation feels. This is how the whole culture feels about me and my people or me and my beliefs. When you step into language, you're connecting with the world, the greater world, um, the larger world. You're stepping outside of your comfort zone. So there's going to be a lot of things that are foreign to you, a lot of things that are new. I mean, the food. I mean, people always talk about the travel, you know, the locations, the interesting conversations you have, you know, in the cafe. But there are a few things that you will encounter that you will not necessarily like. But you don't have to agree with them. You just have to agree to disagree. Um, so I'd love to hear what some of your experiences have been with mixing, you know, the cultures and things like that in your uh, language learning. Because I know it's, uh, for some people, it could be a, a cold shock. Now, had I encountered this situation in the very beginning when I started learning the language, it might have swayed me one way or the other. But um, I'm too far in now to go back, so I'm going to continue learning the language, and nothing's going to stop me from doing it. Know what I mean? So let's go ahead and move on to the next section. So if I'm going to talk about culture, I definitely have to bring up the topic of cultural diversity. That's basically being understanding of the differences in different cultures. As I said in the beginning, you have one's education that impacts their belief system and impacts their experience with life. Um, overall, I would say Americans, I live in America, so Americans, uh, the American dream is they say you, you grow up, you go to school, you get a good education, maybe you go to college, you get married, you know, you get a, a house with a white picket fence and a dog, you know, have 2.5 children. I don't even know what 2.5 children means, but they say 2.5 children. That's the American dream that you would find in the textbooks. And then when somebody actually comes to America, they see that that's not always the case. Um, I'm sure your country, uh, your culture has its own beliefs or stereotypes or things that people think, oh, well, every Asian person does this or every Frenchman does this or every um, Korean does this. No, that's, that's not the case. So as we know, these are stereotypes, and this is something that you will encounter in your quest to learn another language as you experience the culture. Um, sometimes these stereotypes can be enough to um, turn somebody sideways. Sometimes they're very negative. Uh, sometimes you'll feel you'll have to educate others on the correct way to say things or the correct way to do things, but you can't correct a whole nation. I mean, some of these things that you're going to encounter are in textbooks. Um, again, speaking from my experience, I mean, I've seen stuff in Russian textbooks that, for me, it just, it just, it blows my mind. But, like I said, hey, that's the culture. I'm sure that every culture has their differences. Um, I don't really want to, you know, sound like I'm hitting on Russia and and Russian culture, but like I just said, this is the language I'm studying, so that's where most of my um, experiences are going to come from. But again, back to cultural diversity. Um, what kind of things have you uh, found different um, 
when you're interacting with people. Maybe you're a French guy learning Afrikaners or um, Portuguese. I don't know. What what kind of different uh, beliefs and things have you encountered? I mean, have they made you pause for a second and say, hmm, is this the language I want to learn? Or is some of the history uh, between your country and that country creating, excuse me, a barrier in your language learning? I mean, barriers are all over the place. There's there's barriers just for getting out of the bed in the morning. I mean, not necessarily associated with language, but it's just life. So you can either get stopped in your tracks, or you can find a workaround. Or if you can't find a workaround, just bust through the middle. Sometimes you just have to overlook these things to achieve your goal. So if you're on your road or on your path to learning English, I commend you and your efforts. If you're understanding this podcast, then I'd say you're more than halfway there because this is everyday English. That's one of the things I aim to do when I created this podcast, just to speak everyday English, English that I use, not trying to sit here and have all these grammar lessons. I just want to talk with you and help you understand that um, stuff. some of that stuff you read in the book is not what you're going to encounter when you come over here to the States. Maybe you're already in the States, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I've been here for nine months and I can't speak any English. Well, the reason that you can't speak English or the reason you can't speak French if you're living in France is because you're not pushing yourself. You're not stepping outside of your comfort zone. I guarantee you, me, if I was to go over to Russia speaking nothing but English, I would find English people, I would find English cafes, I would be speaking English, I would not be learning a language. Learning a language is something you have to consciously do, you know, consciously do in the beginning, and then it moves to your subconscious, then it's just automatic. You'll hear something, you'll just, a switch will click, and you'll just go into the language. But just always be mindful of um, language around you, culture around you, and how it influences the world. Don't let it uh, dissuade you from achieving your goals. So I went on and on about that, so that's all I really wanted to say today um i guess we're going to close it out yeah i just remembered as i'm sitting here preparing to close this podcast out i was telling one of my clients the other day uh she was struggling to understand some of the questions on her application so she's facing some cognitive barriers as well as educational barriers and then on top of that technological barriers because i'm helping her with the computer she's still in school working towards getting her ged um, it's not a high school diploma it's just an equivalent that you could get at college for folks who drop out of high school or don't complete school for whatever reason maybe they get pregnant whatever um but anyway so I was sitting there and I was just, you know, helping her through the application and there were just some very basic elementary words, you know, I mean, just basic words that everybody knows. And she was really struggling with them and I had to explain them, you know, break them down into smaller pieces so she could understand. And I sat back and I looked at her, I said, I said, how often do you read? And she's like, what do you mean read? I was like, how often do you read? Do you read books? She's like, no, not really. I said, start reading books. And she's like, why? I said, if you read books, you will encounter these words that you're seeing in the applications. You will broaden your horizons. You will learn. You will start to absorb the English language. Because it's just like, I mean, and that reminded me of what, what I'm doing in, in Russian. If I don't read books, there's just some words that I just won't even come across that could be 
is equally potent you know to my learning as what I've already studied so reading is fundamental just wanted to throw that in there but I hope you guys are living well I hope your teeth are intact because uh, like I said uh, next week I gotta go and see the dentist so that'll be an interesting build the first part of my uh, procedure is gonna be I think two thousand five hundred and something dollars and then the second part is gonna be like eleven hundred so it's an expensive price to pay but it was worth it uh, because like I said um, you know I went out there with my sister fishing busted my teeth I mean that was a story you guys can listen to that one go back to the podcast but um, it was all worth it in the end so now I got a nice healthy bill to pay and hopefully soon I will be able to eat food with bones in it again uh, you know ribs chicken um, anything where you just have to use your your front teeth to bite and grip but it's enough about me I hope you guys have a great rest of the week or a great weekend and I'll talk to you later